Good morning, America. Just kidding. Welcome back to the Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, everybody. I'm your main host, Irvin, today, bringing you the ones and twos, bringing you a little Venom review, my instant reaction. So in this episode, you're going to catch Irvin giving you a quick review of the movie Venom. Yes, yes, yes. We're behind the times a little bit with the movie, but we wanted to get it out there for y'all. So that being said, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore! Welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast, y'all. Thank you for joining me. I apologize about not setting up y'all with an episode last week. That's on me. I thought I pressed upload, but evidently I did not and didn't even focus on it afterwards. So, that one's on me. Apologies. Here we go. Let's get y'all an episode. So, little backstory. Last week, I went ahead and watched the latest Venom movie. There's been so much hype around it. I actually... Got spoilers a little bit, got a spoiler, the spoiler, but it was one that had already been leaked, so I already knew about it since I have a a pulse on the pop culture zeitgeist, and I won't say what it is here, I will say stick around for the single, the lonely after credit scene, It's, uh, it's definitely worth the entire movie. That being said, let's jump into a quick review, my initial thoughts about the movie. However, a little backstory on this. So actually, this movie has gone back and forth with release dates, with Sony finally deciding to actually bump up the movie to a time slot that was a lot quicker than people had anticipated to. And that had to do with the success of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. People are starting to go back to the movie theaters, which is great. Not to the level that we were at before, obviously, but enough to where it can warrant studios to put out their movies. So that has gone back and forth a little bit. So I wasn't originally planning to watch this. The big movie on deck for me was going to be Dune, which I will be watching later on today uh, when this releases. And I've heard nothing but good things. So I'm pretty excited for that. All right, let's jump into the cast a little bit here. I'm going to go off script. I'm going to try to kind of follow the formula that we normally have, but I might go a little off script, which falls well within our brand here. So obviously coming back as Eddie Brock slash Venom, we have Tom Hardy. Um, Obviously, it's Tom Hardy. Wonderful actor. What else can I say? They give you a few little Easter eggs in um, in the movie. As far as some of Venom's biggest nicknames, I guess. Uh, They're constantly saying it throughout it. Uh, Returning as Michelle Williams. I'm sorry, returning as Anne Weying. We have Michelle Williams. uh, That's his ex-girlfriend. She Venom, if you will. Uh, You get that in the original movie as well. So you have a confirmation finally. You have Shriek. You have Naomi Harris portraying Shriek who is Cassidy's love interest in the movie. You have Reed Scott as Dan Lewis. That is Anne's fiance. You have Patrick Mulligan 
This is an interesting one. Stephen Graham as Patrick Mulligan. So that's the detective in the movie. So pay attention to that name or do a quick Google on Patrick Mulligan. And then finally, you have Cletus Cassidy, a.k.a. Carnage, Mr. Woody Harrelson, who delivers. Um, He is probably the best actor on this, aside from Tom Hardy. You could say, you know, one and two, interchangeable. I think they're both great actors. Woody absolutely crushes the role. Very uh, quirky, very eccentric, very, very, very malicious. So he does a really good job on delivering a sociopath, a sociopath, a psycho, a killer, a psychotic sociopathic killer. Boom. But that was a given, right? We we kind of knew that that was going to be the case. We knew that Mr. Harrelson is just an uh, absolutely amazing actor, and we expected nothing less from him. That being said, this was p- produced by Avi Arad, Matt Talmuk, Amy Pascal, Amy Pascal, sorry, Ami Pascal, <laughs> Kelly Marcel, Tom Hardy, and Hutch Parker. We already went over the main billing, which was Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Naomi Harris, Reed Scott, Stephen Graham, and Woody Harrelson, with cin- cinematography done by Robert Richardson, edited by Marianne Brandon and Stan Salfus. I got a bone with pick- to pick with y'all. Music by Marco Beltrami, production companies, which was Columbia Pictures, Marvel Entertainment. So this was distributed by Sony Pictures, obviously, since they're the ones with the rights to Spider-Man and his universe, including Venom. Now, I'm really curious, since Noel is a new character, but is technically within the Spider-Verse, does that, con- or Venom-Verse, really, is that a Marvel character or is that a Sony character? I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know how their rights and everything works as far as a movie distributing purpose is concerned. I would love to see Noel on the big screen. I think that that should be their big bad. Honestly, they could go with the Infinity Gauntlet kind of outlook and uh, pull a story off of that. And so the running time for this movie is 97 minutes. It's about an hour and a half long here. The primary language is obviously English. It came out with a budget of 110 million and a box office of 352.6 million dollars now let's jump into what the plot was and so it essentially starts off in 1996 or somewhere in the 90s pretty sure it was 96 Cletus Cassidy shows this bad kid kind of growing up gets sent to a, a school of some sort Francis Barrison ends up finding her there they fall madly in love uh, at the Estes home for unwanted children and then she gets sent over to the Ravencroft Institute because she has powers of some sort and uncontrollable Uh, on the way she uses her powers and gets shot and then she basically goes underground into an underground facility this entire time our boy Eddie Brock has been killing folk he's a serial killer surprise surprise and sends out a message to his lady friend via Eddie and his paper. And so because Venom is still within him, he goes into a room and essentially starts solving these cases, which steals the light and thunder from Cassidy and makes him mad and upset. And so sure enough, they find that all those bodies officially can, you know, give him the death penalty And so that's really where the story kind of takes off. And then from there, 
you have the birth of carnage, you have the fight that ensues and things of that nature. So everything happens for a reason. I won't go any deeper than that because I want you to see the movie, right guys? I always want that to be the case. I want a high level, high level of the plot here. So even though this movie has done pretty well in the box office, all things considered, right? COVID considered, it has only gotten 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb with a 48% Metacritic score and a 4.2 out of 5 Google rating, which is Google users. So 5,000 people have given it a rating and the bulk of them seem to like the movie. So where does the Nerd Nostalgia podcast, where does Irvin's rating sit on this one? I am going to give it a 6.9. I had originally given it a 7, but I thought a 6.9 was more befitting. So there's a lot of positives and a lot of, lot, a lot of negatives with this movie. I think the biggest positive is going to be the end credit scene. That makes the entire movie worthwhile it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future. I'm I'm pretty excited. We already knew about this. Um, we knew that this was going to happen. So it, it's curious to see how they're going to approach it. Now, that being said, there's a lot of negatives that go on with this movie as well. So they did lean into some of the things that they did right with the first one. And I wasn't a fan of the first one. Uh, I wasn't not a fan. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I thought it was just kind of right there at a seven, pretty much where this sits as well. Um, there was nothing that they really improved on my end that I thought, and there was a lot of lazy writing as well. A prime example is when Carnage hacks the internet. I was like, okay, well, that's that's not cool. So just lazy writing on, on certain situations like that. And I think because I do write myself sometimes and because I've seen so many movies and watched so much TV... I think uh, when they do things like that, I'm just like, come on, like the extra two minutes that it would have taken to have them meet somebody and, you know, to discover things like, I'm like, come on, just, just write that in. And maybe there's a different cut. So that's where I have my bone to pick with the editors. I'm like, if there's a different version of that, like you probably should have gone with that. So that's, that's just me. I, I guarantee there's a longer cut out there. I can almost see that there was a different movie, but that's likely just the studio kind of stick in their head where they shouldn't, you know, telling people how to do their job. So whatever it is what it is. So I thought the movie was just okay. Again, lazy writing on some parts, the battle scene at the very end there is uh, is pretty epic. They did want to lean in a little bit more into the venom funniness, the one liners. And at first, you know, it was good. It was cute, but then they did it way too much. It was throughout the entire movie and it just, be, it just became a little bit too much. It was more focused on Venom than it was Tom Hardy and Eddie Brock. So I didn't care how they treated Eddie Brock in this. Um, you know, they make him into this big idiot, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't like that. That's not how I like my protagonist. But I guess for character arc purposes, they're building him up, which um, I think, yeah, that, that works. But at the same time, I didn't like a hundred percent how they treated him. So that was, that was my take on, on the characters. I think they, while the success of the first movie is the relationship between Eddie and Venom, I think they leaned too heavy into it. So if they, if it wasn't enough in the first one, if it was too much in this one, there's probably a nice middle ground that they can reach. So I'm hoping that that's the adjustment they make in the future. Obviously they're going to make more movies because this is a cash cow for Sony 
This is something that's going to be needed by Marvel, uh, the MCU specifically. So it'll be interesting to see how they work on those projects in the future. Again, I thought Eddie Brock did, or Eddie Brock, uh, Tom Hardy did a wonderful job portraying Eddie Brock. Now, switching gears here a little bit to his antagonist, we have Woody Harrelson. I thought he absolutely crushed it, delivered it, didn't surprise me at all. I really enjoyed his character. I actually wanted to root for Woody's character more than I did for Tom Hardy and Eddie Brock just because of the way that it was kind of, I guess, edited a little bit. And the delivery, I don't know, just uh, something about the relationships of Venom and Eddie just kind of annoyed me. Towards the end there, like you're you're finally rooting for him, but you know, you felt sorry for Carnage, uh, even as a serial killer, which is crazy, right? But that's just a testament to Woody Harrelson's acting skills. But that is pretty much my review. This was a short episode this week. I have a new job and it's taking a lot more of my time than I would like. So I promise to get you guys some new material. I have one episode that I'm sitting on. I've been sitting on it for a little while. I will edit it this week. I will get it ready for you guys for a Monday or Tuesday release. I'm sorry, Tuesday release. We'll do Tuesday. That's that's what we've been doing. We'll do a Tuesday release. And I actually do want to experiment with the other days, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So over the next few weeks, you'll get something. It'll either be Monday through Friday. I basically want to experiment and see where we have the highest listening, the highest listeners as far as a drop date is concerned. So be on the lookout. Um, we've tried Monday, we've tried Tuesday, so we'll see if maybe next Wednesday we drop something the following week of Thursday and then the following week of Friday, and then I'll compare and see what uh, what happens. But that's going to be the episode today, y'all. Thank you so much for dropping by. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us, help us grow this audience. And of course, insert catchphrase here. <laughs>